So to chapter six, which is the chapter in Tefillah. Obviously, Tefillah is, as Chazal say, People, unfortunately, are mezalzal in the concept of Tefillah. And Zilzal comes from many aspects. I think probably the most fundamental is not really appreciating what Tefillah can do, what it can accomplish, what Kayach it has. And more than that, it, it's something being that it's seemingly redundant and day in, day out. And it has a lot of unfortunate um, challenges that are, I don't know, unfortunate. It has a lot of challenges that are inherent in Tefillah. And Ryan really tries to give a, a approach to Tefillah, which or, can change or potentially change the way we look at it. And he says that you know very often we look at tefillah as something which is we have like a dogma in our mind what tefillah is supposed to look like. It's supposed to be on fire. It's supposed to be uh, with the passion with the and when it's not that way, which it generally is not, if not almost never, and we don't feel very connected, certainly in a in a, in a passionate way to tefillah. So I think that tefillah is just missing it. Now, obviously, there's no question that the ultimate of tefillah is to be passionate and to be on fire and to be excited and to be... That's certainly the, the ultimate. But if we only view that as a tefillah and, and almost nothing less, so that disappointment itself and the expectation itself really sets one up for failure. And it's true. There's a Muslim person of tefillah and maybe we can reach there and attain there at certain times. One day, Mr. Shem will have to make a shul journey of Torah to go to Square, and right, there's a, it's, it's a very different type of, of tefillah, and they make a right, Square is known, and among other chassidim, known for screaming during davening, and, and it's uh, tefillah is alive, tefillah is alive. But by the Hamoynam, tefillah is not necessarily done in that fashion, and maybe Yom Kippur. There's a certain energy in tefillah and certain t- times of the year for person have energy in tefillah. But tefillah is generally not in that way. And is that something missing, something wrong, a problem, something we have to correct? So, Ravon says there are three components of tefillah. And if we accomplish these three components, we're really accomplishing the main aspects of tefillah. And Sometimes we need to focus just on the, we'll call it the basics. It's, it's not so much the basics, but it's the basics of tefillah. There's Tosefus on top of that, where a person is like passionate and, and, and feels on fire in tefillah, which is, again, a step above. But the, the foundational aspects of tefillah is something which is much more basic. And if we can accomplish that, we're doing incredible and give us a, a tremendous maybe sleepbook on tefillah. So the first thing, he says is number one, which is really before your tefillah even starts, is it's called the medrash, lishkar al dosayisay, which is a, the concept of what tefillah is all about. Is like to be on the the, the delas on the door and to like call the door of a kodesh baruch hu. Amar kodesh baruch hu. The medrash says, malachta lispal v'sterek pesach knesses al tamid al pesach hachitzin lospal sham. Don't stand on the hour pesach and daven there. But go one door inside of another door. Lishkar al dosis al dosi ain't siv al dosi si beis dosis. 
So the simple translation of this medrash is, it's is very similar, that a person shouldn't dive right by the door, but go in at least two psachim, two door lengths into the shul. That's the simple pshat of the medrash. And Ryan has a whole different shot in the Medrash. He says the Medrash wasn't referring just to a physical uh, distance, how far one goes into the shul. He says that it's a, it's a it's a mindset of where one places their mind during davening. There's a concept of disconnecting oneself from the world during davening. And that's the Medrash refers to go like a delus into a delus, like, you know, totally disconnected, two doors in, disconnected from the world outside. And Ryan says that's why, one of the reasons why we daven in a shul is because a shul is not a house. Even though you could have a minion in a house and you could make a minion every, every day, every, three times a day you could make a minion in a house. You could take, but it's, the reason why it's, it's lacking, Chazal to give a tremendous amount to basic is because I'm going outside of my regular mundane day-to-day place. I'm going to a place which is miyucha for davening which has the ability to cut off from the rest of the world. That's what you say of the basic Knesset, which is why Chazal say, even without a minion, it's a mile of davening in basic Knesset. Right? If someone misses a minion and they have the chance of davening in a shul, it's a mile of davening in a shul. I there's no minion there. The shul itself, the fact that it's not, it's not the regular place you go to in the halachilach of life, is a level of disconnect from the world, which is part of the goal, the part of the first point, says in Tefillah. Another aspect, another way to attain this, making a set for Why? So there's like this place is my my place where I'm I'm going to again disconnected from the rest of the world. I'm going to this certain place. So it's not just in a it's not just going to the shul. It's going to a place in the shul. He goes to Reniyena, which is even a bigger chedesh. That there's a mustag of 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 kveis even in one's house, right? If and someone had to daven as we did in Corona um, for months, right, in, in a person's home. The Midian says the Muslim of Kaveya Mokim. Kagolo Kaveya Mokim with Filasi. Lokay Avram Yebezra, the Gemara Lashon of the Chazal. So the Midian says, The Amr said Mokim is Shabbos Knesses. The Kim and Shakul Mokim with Filu, Ain Lak, but in Misha of Pamayim is of Azu, Pamayim is of Azu, he said Chedish. Doesn't apply in a shul according to Bernina. Says Fakert, you're in a place. The whole thing's Malkin Kaddish. Although it's a lemish to convey a Malkin with philosophy basically it means in your house if you have to dive in there, make a certain place. Shabbatim shiniachal lechas basically. The person can't go to the shul. Mispal basically. Miyach Malkin will do all the kachah and make a set place for this. Ochimash ma biyushami. They can see in Hasam convey a Malkin with philosophy basically. That's lashon biyushami. Mispal akilu akifu mechitzes shabarzal. Kshemais emrim. I It's like you're making a certain like wall around the person, like designated in the house, disconnected from the rest of the house. That's really the, the goal of, of Kviyas Makam. This is my place of davening. Everything else is my house. This is my place of davening. Zakhmerinieta that applies particularly in the house. So there's again this this idea of cutting oneself off from the world as much as possible is the first step in the requirement for tefillah. So practically. The Varen says there's a few basic ways of accomplishing this, but there's probably many more that we can think of. He says, first thing is a disconnection from outside world, whether it's turning off one's phone, and he says not talking. He says, not talking um, anything of Divrei Chal, certainly of business in the shul, itself is a disconnect to the world outside. I don't bring 
at the world outside into the shul. Rav Chaim Kanievsky's atzal was one of his, the, when he spoke about a cell phone in shul, he said that was the chasarun. You bring in the outside world into the shul and sort of correct the fever from one to the other. And they, they, they're, they're rochik from Israel to Meiriv. Therefore, there's this concept of sort of disconnecting one from the, from, from the outside world. So Ryan doesn't mention this, but just some other points. Right? If someone walks straight from straight from wherever they're coming from, certainly they're coming from the workplace or wherever else they're coming from, straight into the avenue and like fall straight into the avenue, it's hard to disconnect. You have a minute or 30 seconds sit and just contemplate for 30 seconds I'm about to go dive into Kodesh Baruch Hu. it's a game changer it's a game changer it's obviously very hard if, if one's not on time because it doesn't you don't have the, the luxury of time beforehand but if you have the luxury of, of 30 seconds or a minute even 10 seconds to, to sit for a moment that I'm, I'm now going to dive into Kodesh Baruch Hu. I left the world around me I dive into Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's a game changer. A person has a way of disconnecting by the mindset that one places themselves. And at the next point he really mentions that we'll get to after one can do this will be Kavana. But it's almost impossible that a person can even start the Muslim Kavana when we're fully connected and fully integrated in the world around us. And we need Aetis. We need Aetis to think about how we can disconnect. Obviously, we all struggle with the fact that our minds wander, and it's a struggle which is, will be ad be a scale. And personal struggle with the whole life. But the more one can have Aetis to figure out how to disconnect from the world, the more one can begin the process of tefillah in, in a real way. So that's the first Step number one in tefillah is doing whatever one can to disconnect. So three eights, right? With with the phone, with making sure to be zahirist of what we talk about, maybe some time in terms of just using that to separate from the world around me, and doing whatever I can to make that now I'm in a world of tefillah, and I'm not really part of the world around me right now in terms of what's going on. It's this is the world I'm in now, the world of davening. Obviously, the more that one is has the ability of Yishev Adas and not be rushed in, rushed out, right, that's going to change. It's going to change the way a person, the person on the way out, as they're coming in, right, they're, on, they're already thinking about they have to leave before they even start. It's not going to be possible to have a true connection to tefillah. I'm, I'm already three steps ahead of myself. But when it's Yishev Adas and the Menucha Sanefesh, then I'm here, and this is what I'm, what I'm doing now, and I'm not focusing and, and thinking about what's happening outside, that makes the, a tremendous level of disconnect. That's number one. Then he says that the second step, step number two, is Kavana. Now, Kavana says is that very often misunderstood. He says, we expect Kavana is, is, is in a very high level where, where it's either Kabbalistic ideas that a person is connecting to that world of, of, of spheres, etc. Or even on a basic level, there's how much how much uh, involvement is, is there with Kavana, with the whole Musa Shmuz and ideas and concepts of, and he says Kavana is very simply means one thing, 
It means focus. Zo. Focus on what we're saying. And this, as I mentioned before, is one of the probably the greatest struggles that we have just to focus on, on tefillah and to stay connected and not be letting our minds wander all over the world and back. And I know for myself, this is, again, this is a tremendous struggle. One of the things I found to be successful and to be helpful is, I personally, I'm not sure how it works if you don't use the English sitter. I, I, I personally cannot have a very hard time diving without the English sitter. And for, for, for really, for, for one reason, Baruch Hashem, when you're diving for many years, you probably know all the words, or come out all the words, besides obviously in, in unusual tefillahs. But the regular words of we all know. What I find to be very helpful is that I, I follow along in the English while I'm saying the Hebrew. And it, for, it, it, in other words, if you just follow in the Hebrew, so then it's very easy just to say the words without, without thinking anything about them. I find when I follow in the English, as I'm saying the Hebrew, it forces basically thinking in two languages, and it's forcing it to. If my, if the way it works for me is that it forces me to think about the word I'm saying, because I'm thinking I'm reading the word in English, which is connecting to the word in Hebrew, and it. it uh, for me, it, it's, a, it, it's it's like the only eighth really which I've found to be successful is the, the more connecting to the words, and particularly when reading the words in English, and which we we think in English. So if you read Hebrew, if you're not think, if you're not thinking about the word or what the parish meal the word means, you're not going to focus on it. You're just going to say the word without thinking about it. That's just that's natural. It's not a, it's not in our natural mother tongue. But if since we think in English, if you if you're focusing on the English, then you're thinking about the word and focusing on what's what's happening. So again, just as Nate's everyone you know, can find for themselves different things that that work, but the entire beginning and end of Kavana is focus. Focus on the word one saying, nothing more, nothing less, there doesn't have to be anything, you know, no grace of Kavana, there's no grace of things beyond that. Very, very simple. Very simple. And it says a line here, it says the, the Kavana may not turn the davening into an emotional kumzitz, but it will make an experience that in the course of time engenders a profound change in that person. So again, it's not this this this, this which has this incredible you know sometimes that we're looking for connection and experience and and focus and but it it if it's a tefillah which may be very basic, the person thinking about the words and focusing on what he's saying, doing that time in time again, it'll give the tefillah that that's who we're looking. So again, the first thing is a disconnect, which without that, the second thing is impossible. It's not impossible to have. Any level of kavana when there's ones all over the world, it's not possible. Right? The biggest challenge to focus is when a person's not disconnected from the world, then their mind's all over. But once there's a level of disconnect, and then on top of that, one can try to focus on the words. That's the second aspect of tefillah. And the third, which is a very basic concept, which is very often not utilized. He says here that Rav Yasha once told one of his children that when a person davens out loud, the kavana is much better and the davening is much more enjoyable. And that's the third thing Avaran mentions about davening out loud. It doesn't mean screaming. It doesn't mean it means saying the words out loud to oneself. That you can hear the words said something which is audible, and that that itself has a tremendous um, pot, again doesn't work automatically. It gives a different, very different level of focus on 
the words that one's saying and the the focus on the on the connection to the words, and when one's just saying a word, it's not really audible, and no one, it, it's it's not alive. It's not alive. When it's alive, it's possible to focus on, to concentrate on it, and that's the third sort of eitzah. So this says, if one can attain these three most basic concepts, a level of disconnection from the world, a focus on the words, and saying them out loud, which gives the ability to focus on the words and make them successful, that's a tefillah. That's what tefillah is, that's what tefillah is meant to be, and that's really the goal of tefillah. Now he says, uh, so the person can occasionally go to a, to a kila with davening intense and vibrant, and it's definitely appreciates it's a tefillah appreciation. He said, but the goal of tefillah is not to replicate that type of tefillah every time. It's, it's not feasible. It's not practical. It's not possible. It's not. It's not really something which which a person, you know, is going to set themselves off for failure by by expecting that to have that level of tefillah every time. But if you can just have a tefillah, right? If a person who has a tefillah with a seishbar esrei and they focus for X amount of percent, everyone knows what percentage they, they can possibly attain. Focus throughout that, that tefillah, that's a successful tefillah. person should feel good about that. And something which is very valuable. I mentioned this a few weeks ago in, in uh, Shabbos morning, and I think it's very, to me, I found it to be very, very powerful, is that very often we miyayish on tefillah. Right? A person can find themselves by moedim and they haven't thought a word about tefillah. So, then, okay, it's moedim already, and just that's it. Well, what's the point? No, say a moedim, which is a moedim that could still have moedim. From my account, look kind of sorry, and realize that I didn't focus one word during this davening. Okay, chapagmali look kind of sorry. Make right, we miyayish on 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 aspects of davening when it's because it's so far in. So we just sort of like okay, it's not working. No, it it, it can work, and if it works for for one line of tefillah that was said with kavana. A level of disconnect with a saying it out loud. These three components which really give the chiyus, the, the the life to feel itself. That itself is 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 incredible and something which really we have to give tremendous value to. And if we can accomplish that, that's it's, it's a much more doable aveda than trying to imagine higher and loftier levels of tefillah, which which probably beyond what we could really accomplish. I'm just going to mention the one last point that he says. Then we'll continue next time. He says, you know, the the aspect of you know, how how much tefillah with Sibir adds to this is invaluable. He says, besides the you know the halacha imperative, which which is davening with a minion, he said, it also gives a very different. Um, he says it's like a, a a safety net about about a person being able to someone sees he wasn't there and notices that, and it's also what we spoke about earlier. The advantage of that, not forgetting to daven mechlal, someone's right, and and in general it, give, it gives a, a more chashivas to davening. So certainly the 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 importance of 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 tefillah is something which which cannot be underestimated and has it gives a, a much greater um, much greater ability to to really accomplish all the things we're saying we're saying till now, but it's not always necessarily you know, going to happen and not, not always is even is necessary to, to Create these concepts, but certainly these three things I think to keep in mind: both the, the level of disconnection, number one, kavana, which is focused just on the words, nothing more, nothing less, and the idea of, of saying allah, which gives the to kavana, really can accomplish what feel is meant to be, and hopefully to.
which the ultimate, which we'll talk more about next week, Reza Hashem, in terms of what feel is all about and uh, what it can accomplish. Shukayach. <laughs>